0: God's Meltdown and this evening I'm joined by Joseph Michael,
1: singer for Witherfall. And I'm Jake Dryard, the guitar player for Witherfall.
0: It's an absolute honor to be chatting to you this evening. Your new album Curse of Autumn is highly addictive. I love it man. How pleased are you with this work of art and would you say it's the strongest release to date from you guys?
1: Um, yeah, I mean we're extremely happy by it. We've it's it's kind of fun because like when you when you make a record you don't really want to listen to it again <laughs> for a long time so whenever you put it back on though and you're pleasantly surprised it's always a good sign um yeah i mean i i you know it's gonna be we're gonna have fans that love nocturnes that love preludes just like any other band and this one's just like another it's just another branch of the waterfall tree um and so by, I, our, our goal is to hopefully get a lot more fans by this, you know, newer fans.
0: Excellent. I mean, in fact, with every track, it's a journey of highs and lows. Um, where do you draw your inspiration from for such works of art? And has the whole COVID situation had any influence or had you written it before?
2: No, this was totally written before COVID. Um, and uh, I mean... We're just we write about what where we are in our lives and at the time we were just trying to get the band off the ground trying to secure tours uh you know just trying to stake our place in in the industry and it's been quite the uphill battle you know
0: yeah i can imagine it's just a bit of a generic question you've probably been asked this shit loads of times but here we go which track is your favorite today and why <laughs>
1: Uh, for for me personally, I, I like uh, All Blew Away. I think that it's. I, I tend to like a lot of the more progressive types of music, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like that one just it's when you put it on, it's like watching a movie. You know, it's uh, it takes you through all sorts of different emotions. It's a roller coaster ride, um, but at the same time, it has a point to it. You know, there's tons of hooks to it, and it it all does go somewhere. Sometimes I think some of these bands they do some of the progressive stuff and it kind of meanders and doesn't really have a fo you know, have a, have a point to it. So it's nice. Cause I think we, we accomplished that.
0: Brilliant.
2: For me, it, uh, it changes day by day. Yesterday it was campus. today. Uh, I think it's the river and that song is, uh, about my father passing and, uh, one of our one of our fans uh, just passed last night. He's one of the heads of our street team. Oh, He's yeah. Uh, he died at like two in the morning from liver failure. No. Oh, man,
0: that's horrible. Well, for, for me, running at nearly nine minutes, Tempest, that's just <laughs> phenomenal. It's heavy yeah. and drenched in like metalhead's dream with brutal yet soothing vibes. I'd love to see you playing that live. In fact, if you ever get out on tour, would you consider just playing the whole album, or would you still have to sort of like mix, mix Sorry, mix and match with other tracks.
1: I think we probably to mix and match. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, it's not the point for an anniversary for for to release to play it from start to finish. Um, I think the only one that we actually ever did that with was Nocturnes um, because we had to. We didn't have any other music. Um, yeah but uh but yeah i mean Tem- tempest too uh if it wasn't all blew away tempest is the song for me i guess my second favorite um it's just a very original song too you know it's got a also it's got a black metal like guitar pattern going on and then it breaks down into like this if chick korea and al like did a bunch of acid together yeah man like, <laughs> section <laughs> um
2: all blue it's
1: gonna be kind of interesting to pull that one off live, but you know we'll we'll make it work.
2: I think That's gonna be a great live song. I think we should totally play that. It's that kind of emotional track. I think that fits well with with their style. Um, All blew away. We're gonna to have to save for when we headline Prague Power.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, man. Okay, I mean everything you do is awesome, and this sort of question already answers me because behind you, you've got River Riverfall artwork behind you um obviously with a new album would you be having that artwork scattered around your home as well oh of course yeah i have a poster of it right here um yeah, i got it over here
1: and over there, and over there. <laughs> yeah that, that, that's really the only reason we have waterfalls is so we could have cool art <laughs> <laughs> um well, we uh yeah i mean christian Wallin uh just a legend in the um album art scene so we're real grateful to have him. I mean, he, he enjoys the band. He hung out with us in Sweden when we were on tour. And um, he he's one of the guys that we kind of relinquish all creative control in a way whenever it's time for him to, to, to do the record, to paint. And that's the cool thing, too, is it's, it's all actual paintings. Um, whereas yeah. now, it, most of the time, it's it's some sort of Photoshop or digital yeah.
2: aspect. You know, I I didn't think about this before, but the only paintings I have on my wall are Van Gogh, Dali and Wallin.
0: Well, I've just actually moved home and like I'm trying to mix things up again. But I've got like a lot of Salvador Dali stuff. And I was looking at the album cover of the new album. I was thinking I would mind that on the wall there's a few yeah (laughs) all good okay then let's try and forget about covid for a little bit and talk about live performances etc i mean do you plan oh i see actually it's going back to covid on this question (laughs) (laughs) plans for the new year tour and festival wise i mean some bands are sort of putting out dates and you're sort of thinking really that's not going to happen um if you can't actually get out on tour on album release date do you think about are you thinking about doing a live stream
1: no yeah <laughs> live stream things not not our not our style um it just doesn't really i always bring up the aspect of like when kiss did it for the new year's and it's like you just look at paul and jean and they just look like why the fuck are we out here and <laughs> you know they it, it's like they're they're <laughs> if Kiss can't make it look cool and convincing with a million-dollar pyro show, then how the fuck are Witherfall gonna do it? You know, <laughs> it's <bad>
2: like <laughs> it's like porn where the girls faking. Like you know that they're not up there like on fire. You know, like okay. <laughs> I don't I don't like acting. If I want acting, I'll watch a movie. Like you know what I mean.
1: I think Joseph said it too. When it's like Paul's like. Hey, all you people, like, like, who the fuck is he talking to, you
0: know,
1: talking talking to his road crew, you know, it's like,
0: (laughs) okay, then, so going back in time, then, or even recently, what would you say is the most memorable concert you've ever been, ever been to, other than your own, and why, don't say kiss,
1: (laughs) memorable concert, um, I remember the sheer, the first time I ever saw Maiden, um, just like when the intro came on, just the sheer excitement of, of the fans. And I was with uh, my cousin. And like, as soon as that band came on, just like, it was like, boom, we were separated. He was on one side of the arena, I was on the other. And like, no time. <laughs> um, I just remember being like the, just the energy And the excitement and all that shit and it was like my first time seeing Maiden too so i was super excited about that um i I think that was as far as
2: being a fan you know that was that was one moment for me
0: awesome yeah joseph
2: that i mean my first maiden show was great it was uh it was uh the brave new world tour and it they were on tour with queensrike and halford but that that wasn't my favorite show um the best show by far I have ever seen was a typo negative opening for Pantera.
0: Oh, that would have I mean, been sick. Yeah.
2: It was so... I, I mean, can't believe I just
0: said that would be sick. Fixed. Yeah, I'm I mean, too old to be saying that's sick. <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. been good, man. That would have been awesome. Yeah. What yeah. inspired you guys to be a musician? And can you remember your first ever performance?
2: I...
1: Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> going back to KISS, when I was, like, a little kid, I found the copy of Destroyer that my dad had in his um, vinyl collection. And I just thought it was cool as shit. Just, they all just looked like superheroes. And I was particularly a huge fan of Gene. Still am. Um, he's just a great source of entertainment. So, um, But my uh, – so that, that, that got me in there. And then ACDC – um, here in Malcolm's intro to Hell's Bells, so the A minor arpeggio that got me just that made me want to play guitar. My first performance ever was when I was like 11. I had this terrible, terrible fucking band. You couldn't even call it a band. It was just a, me and the drummer, and we played like half of Back in Black at a school dance, and um, and in half of an original song. <laughs> And it was god awful, but uh you know, people were cheering, and my ego hasn't been the same since.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: so it was terrible, though. I mean, it just it just shouldn't have
0: even exi- existed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you, then, Joseph?
2: I mean, I, it, hands down, seeing uh the the video for November Rain slash his solo. I mean, that made me. Go out and well, I made my dad go out and buy me a guitar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he made me wait six months, so I had to steal my cousin's crappy white Hondo. Um, <laughs> but uh, my first my first performance was an acoustic. Uh, uh, it was it was an acoustic gig in someone's living room, and it was a unofficial gay wedding. It was the the local—I uh, mean, obviously, they, it wasn't legal, but they had a ceremony, and uh, it was the, one of the actors and uh, one of the one of the owners of the theater. My mom was like a prop master or something. Cool. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I ever got paid to to play.
0: Wow. Ocean, you're stuck in quarantine for a year. Which musician or band, dead or alive, would you have with you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Yeah.
1: Stevie Nicks for <laughs> many different reasons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Jesus Christ, she wouldn't murder you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh... Oh man, god damn it. I mean, god, that would get boring, wouldn't it? (laughs) Probably fucking Willie Nelson because I would just end up like smoking myself into oblivion. (laughs) There's nothing else going on.
0: (laughs) Cool. Well, we've got a bit of a kiss theme here because I'm gonna ask you about Gene Simmons. He recently, again, said that rock is dead. What are your feelings on this subject? Um, <laughs> He's
1: halfway right. I mean, it, it the rock stars now are the rap guys, you know, with their, you know, they're the ones flaunting it, you know, like in the 80s and stuff, it was all the, the rock guys and then grunge came around and didn't think that was cool and, We got Alice in Chains out of that era so I guess that's cool but (laughs) um but yeah I I think that uh I mean people are always going to love rock music and I think they have to get away from the dinosaur bands though and start trying to pass pass the torch I think it's the only way you're going to keep that going because once those guys die and there is no one that could really build their way back up then it's totally fucked and you know those those cool festivals and all that stuff aren't going to have badass bands playing them because they didn't have the time to you know perfect the giant ass cool stage show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean we all love Metallica, Iron Maiden, Aerosmith, Guns and Roses, Kiss, but at some point the industry has to start supporting and and fostering uh, new acts. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you lose the younger audience if you don't have new stuff coming out, you know?
0: Well, absolutely. But but you guys, I mean, you'll be headlining festivals and that for many years to come.
2: Well, I mean, that's kind of the,
0: hopefully. <laughs> yeah.
2: Part of the, part of the problem with the industry, and I don't know if I'll catch any flack for this, is that, you know, the established bands do not take out new artists. Like there, it's, it's a completely calculated, Business move, and, and they partner up with you know another older band. It used to be like even in the '90s, uh, like you would you would the first time you would hear like the first time I ever heard Typo Negative, the first time I ever heard Monster Magnet um, was on tour with Pantera. You know, mm-hmm. like like yeah. and, and Typo Negative never would have made any headway if they didn't get that that leg up i mean look at guns and roses they went out with a cult and aerosmith you know that nobody knew who the fuck they were
0: i know and yeah. faster faster pussycat i mean they were like headlining at london Boulderline. remember it yeah. well and guns and roses was support acts and faster pussycat was still about but guns and roses yeah. just exploded so yeah yeah, yeah. totally man <laughs> Nothing wrong with Faster Pussycat, man. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So if you could steal credit for any song, which one would you choose? I could steal credit.
1: Um, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean that that that's one of those songs you hear almost every fucking day. But still, it, when it comes on, I'm still like, man, it, you only get tired of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> quite honestly, uh, we don't even get credit for some of the songs we had a hand in co-writing. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man, like, still loving you by the Scorpions, like that. That's that's like something that I could see myself having a hand in sure i love that song
0: it is a good song yeah awesome okay what would you say has been the most defining moment of your career to date (laughs) most defining um
1: i think the first witherfall record you know was like i mean it's not like the most i'm very proud of that record but it's like it was just like whoa you know and we got signed on it you know so that was being a band that that was our goal you know and when we first had it out there we got turned down by a lot of labels and then we released it and then you know century media was like hey we're we're into this um because it was also one of those things too where it was like a lot of people were like oh you just got to release it yourself now and you know we had people that were like oh we want we don't hear we did they just didn't get it they just didn't want to admit it but that's the that's the Fact, they just didn't understand it, so <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that, and then uh, play headlining Bakken in, in 2019 was uh, that was defining moment where I was like, probably won't do that again, you know, <laughs> especially
0: Excellent. with that band.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent, oh okay, God. Jesus, I mean.
2: For me, it was was when we got the final mixes for Prelude to Sorrow because that was a hundred and five days of just absolute torture and drudgery and not knowing if if you know everyone was gonna survive <laughs> 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 that record. I mean, I think Jake did like came back from like he went on and came back from like two different tour legs while i was trying to finish that record up with various people <laughs> yeah, that, was... that was a mess but we we, we powered through it and fucking got it done and and it, it kind of showed me that you know like we have the fortitude to to not let anything get in our way like that, we are gonna make this band happen, no matter who dies or fucking <laughs> falls off a cliff or assaults a fucking government building.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you that question about that. My, I'm at my girlfriend's, and she's got a greyhound, so I apologize if you can hear. Oh, it's coming out, in know. It <laughs> it's a big greyhound, right? Oh, uh, no. I don't know if I can get in no, no, no. yeah. there. Right. <laughs> um, where was I? Okay. Complete this sentence then. Everybody needs Witherpool in their lives because?
1: Because drugs and prostitutes are still frowned upon and legal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. He's drinking water now. That's not oh, That's not a prostitute in here. That's, a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the dog drinking water. <laughs> okay. Next question then. Okay. I love the fact you have your own wine. Have you thought of a beer as well?
2: Not really. You know, like we don't want to end up like three hundred pounds, <laughs> <laughs> Again, like a motherfucker. Um, yeah, we're more of a more of a wine band. Maybe sometimes a Scotch band. Yeah, uh, save the beer for Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: can you tell us why we should check out curse of autumn
2: because you can only listen to so much melodic death metal
0: <laughs> yeah you need a record that's gonna
1: take you on a journey
0: absolutely yeah. exactly. okay so it's just five questions then I'm finished with you so first one festival or small intimate gig Do we get a sound check
2: <laughs> at, the, at
1: the festival?
2: You don't even get one at the small gig. <laughs> yeah.
1: If we don't get a sound check then then festival. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I uh I like big halls honestly. Like festivals are it's hard to to get off on the sound because I don't like in-ears myself as a singer. It's weird. You you can't really sing properly in in ears, um, and so you're at the mercy of where you are on the stage. And sometimes, like, you get no like none of the like volume that's coming out, and so it you're not really moved. So you kind of like almost acting up there, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I I like I don't like the smaller clubs because you get injured a lot, um, but but the. The decent sized halls, like a couple thousand people, like those are like the good mix of like, the, you can get right in the audience's face, but you also have this massive sound. and
0: Awesome. Okay. Pizza or beer? I've answered this one already, sort of. All right. Pizza or wine? Oh, shit.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, both. That's the thing. Like, if you yeah. you start, well, first of all, pizza and beer yeah. is a great combination. Um, yeah. Especially if you put hot sauce on the pizza. Uh, but, man, I've seen Jake fucking hammered and, like, rummaging through his fridge, like, wasted. I've eaten food.
3: frozen oh, pizza. pizza. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but no, no, frozen. Not just, like, frozen put in the oven, but, like, literally really? frozen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you have uh, enough wine, and and it, you have to go hand in hand, man. To me, that's, like, my favorite drunk food
0: is pizza. I know all digital
2: vinyl yeah i mean like <laughs> you have to have your little ritual space you know like nobody's like <laughs> nobody pours a glass of wine like next to their ipod and <laughs> goes to town you know like <laughs>
0: that's aside the world <laughs> totally <It's> true. <laughs> Totally true. Okay. So raise your horns or scream and shout.
2: Yeah. I mean i I love Dio, but I've never been the devil horns guy. I never.
0: Okay. I yeah, him. that's
1: he a scream and shout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or sure. shout it out loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, final one. Five cents. It's an important question this one, eh? Donald Trump or Kermit the Frog? Oh, shit. Ah. Be careful. (laughs) 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 To to do what?
1: (laughs) 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 Um, No comment? (laughs) Well, with that one, uh, I can... Can we have a, a Donald Trump Muppet? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> that would like, I miss Donald. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if, you're, if you're asking
0: the <laughs>
2: who we'd rather have build a harem, it'd be Donald Trump. Yeah.
0: I'd
2: yeah. probably rather have Kermit the Frog for president, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Congratulations on the album. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Please buy our
1: product.
3: <laughs>
2: I <Higher laughs> own. Yeah. Album. <laughs> fucking uh yeah. I mean that's it. That's all we can ask. My heart
3: is racing. I cannot feel my heart.